beginning at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Sunday, February the 2nd. The United States government will implement temporary measures to increase our abilities to detect and contain the, the coronavirus proactively and aggressively. By now, this Any is not US news. The For the past United year or so, the top story has been a health story. The novel coronavirus, or COVID-19, has upended most people's way of life, from socializing to working and everything in between. Part of this in-between is the attempt by some gym-goers and athletes to stay fit, despite the closing of public workout spaces. Hi y'all, I'm Pamela Pepkin, and you're about to do Pamela Pepkin's Quarantine Workout. Wash your hands, two, three, To some, four, these might sound ridiculous. To a rising number of people, though, these quarantine workouts have become exercise staples, replacing group exercise classes and gym trips with solitary sweat sessions to stay healthy in the pandemic. We are going to be talking about how to lose weight during quarantine. Those created a workout that anyone can do, and they can do it in their own house. Working out where you are with what you've got. YouTube videos and self-instruction are one thing for the average person, but for athletes, the shutdowns had more serious consequences. I think before the pandemic, I would be exercising almost every day, if not every day. As a Division I rugby player from Mount St. Mary's University, Molly Jackson has been working to stay on top of her game through pandemic-related school closures and gym shutdowns. So we really worked with kind of what we had. We had a trail right by our house where we ran. We used the hill for sprints. And uh, we were lucky enough to have some weights just like lying around and some equipment. So we would use that as well to the best of our ability with, you know, what we could do at the moment. The transition to doing sports at home has not been easy. Jackson is on a school team with dedication and a tight schedule to keep its athletes on track. But not all programs share the same resources to keep its participants fit. Rich Alberto, a soccer coach out of New Jersey, explains. It's tough. I mean, I, I certainly, I send them things, uh, some at-home ideas, at-home training ideas, but I, I do have to be sensitive to everyone's living arrangement. I can't, I can't imply that everyone has a massive backyard or everyone has a, a, some kind of turf in their basement, which some players do have. They have those resources. So I'm a bit careful with uh, what I require them to do. Alberto coaches teenage girls, and although his players are all on the same team, they do not all have the same access to training equipment. The challenges Alberto faces in keeping his players in shape parallel the larger problems at play in the pandemic. Shutdowns and hard-hitting economic decisions have revealed inequalities all across the country that not everyone is immune to. Me personally, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a big challenge for me. Uh, I, I moved to a smaller apartment by choice. Um, at the beginning of COVID a year ago in February. Alberto had to reconcile his own fitness against his health. Both Jackson and Alberto have been doing their own workouts in order to stay away from masses of people and to remain safe for the sake of their teams and themselves. This has not just been a challenge for gym goers. People who work at gyms have to make this calculation as well. The administrative side of exercise has also undergone a shift through the pandemic. Kimberly Chevalier shares her experience at Fit Athletic Club. Oh, yes, it's changed tremendously. Before the coronavirus, I was actually a swim coach there, a master's coach, which means that I was coaching a, um, a group of adult swimmers. And because of the coronavirus, we had to stop that swim team as well as stopping every other group exercise class. 
And for a time, we were even required to close the gym altogether. Closures like this impact everyone, from those who use the gym as a place for fitness to those who depend on it for a paycheck. A number of members have expressed concern even today that the gym may not be able to fully recover. The gym has changed the membership to allow people to sign up to pay on a month-by-month basis uh, in order to reassure them that they're not going to be paying, putting money down long-term and the gym will stop existing before their, their money runs out. But a lot of people have been have expressed concern that the gym will not survive. Pandemic closures and executive orders have had strong financial impacts on gyms and such, but the mental impact on those who use exercise for upregulation or positive experience has also been powerful. Jackson, the resourceful rugby player, has gone through a lot in terms of self-acceptance and her perspective on movement. I'm definitely seeing a difference with, you know, finding the new way of how to do things and a new outlook on, you know, life in the pandemic and especially with, you know, exercise and eating and body image, you know, that kind of outlook on life and how you perceive yourself. With all this in mind, it seems like the best decision for your health and fitness is to make sure, first and foremost, you are taking care of yourself. For WNSR, this is Paul Chevalier.